In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. A reading from the Gospel of Jesus Christ according to St. Luke. As he approached Jerusalem and saw the city, he wept over it and said, If you, even you, had only known on this day what would bring you peace, but now it is hidden from your eyes. The days will come upon you when your enemies will build an embankment against you and encircle you and hem you in on every side. They will dash you to the ground, you and the children within your walls. They will not leave one stone on another, because you did not recognize the time of God's coming to you. The Gospel of our Lord. As he rode on his donkey, as the king was supposed to, prophesied long ago. As Christ rode this beast of burden slowly, plodding along the dusty road, he came to the point of sight, the vista of Jerusalem. When before him was no longer an uphill road, crowded in by overgrown trees and bushes, but rather the sight of the distant hill called Zion, the capital city, Jerusalem. And as it appeared, he who rode in ironic triumph began to weep. He wept for it, for her, for Jerusalem, for his Jerusalem, for it was his, his capital city, his people's city, his death city. And he wept, he wept for the walls, for the temple, for the houses, for her people, for his people he wept, for he knew what come. He knew that he was the Savior, even though he rode a lowly animal, one he didn't even own. He knew that there needed to be a death so that justice could be served, someone had to pay. He knew that there needed to be a death so that mercy could prevail, someone had to die, and it would be him. He knew the cup was his. He wept because he knew many would not be impressed, even though God himself came riding on a donkey, even though he came for their redemption, even though he came for their peace, their flourishing, their future, their salvation, he knew many would still reject him, unimpressed by him, unimpressed by God. And he knew that no miracle, no show of force, would change many of those hardened hearts, so he wept. The most important days in all of history would be that week, and many could not see, because they were so filled with hate, they could not see. They would not recognize the time of God's coming to them. And it was not just words he spoke then so dramatically about the walls. They would be overturned. When it was all over, Jerusalem would fall. At the hands of Romans it would fall. So he wept. And as he looks down upon this, the church, the new Israel faith, and the new Jerusalem called the church, he also weeps. Too many have not recognized God's coming to them in word and in baptism, in absolution and in meal. And I am afraid that for many, nothing would impress them, no light show, no grand display. And he continues to choose to come as he would then, as hidden in suffering as hidden in a suffering cross. For the faithful, for those who have nothing, for those desperate, for those that need his salvation and know it, he comes. 
on a colt, the foal of a donkey, on a cross with blood, on paper and in mouths, in a splash of water, a bit of bread, a taste of wine, in a father who has no high-paying job, no influential position, but wields the greatest of swords, his holy word. In a mother who will never have songs written about her, but sings songs angels chant in heaven. And so Jesus weeps for his people, but he also rejoices in the presence of God the Father. For there always remains the faithful, and there always remains his word, and there always remains his grace. And there is always something bigger than, his, than our mistakes and our foolish errands, and that is his mercy. So he climbed from Bethany to get a glimpse of his city, and he wept for her future. But he was also delighted, as there were those who still waved their palms and sang their songs. And what delight it gives him now to know that his grace is still preached, and his people still know what he did for them on those dark Jerusalem days. So he is delighted at you, at the new Israel, Zion, still a shining city on a hill, and he looks forward with you, his faithful, to that day when you climb the hill to the vista point of a new Jerusalem, when you first get a glimpse of the sight of his city, the way it was always supposed to be, his perfect golden Jerusalem. Let us pray. Dear Christ, come to us in lowly pomp and strengthen our faith. Let us weep with you over the tragedy of unbelief, and then renew us in your mission of reconciliation until that day when we glimpse you at the center of your golden city. Amen.